Hi, I'm Eliza Cece, and you're listening to Like the Dove Podcast. After almost a decade of being immersed in and teaching New Age practices, God opened my eyes and heart to follow Him. Now I help ex-New Agers and new believers in their walk so you feel encouraged and less alone. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, my love. Welcome to Like the Dove Podcast. I'm your host, Eliza CC, And today I wanted to do an episode mostly kind of centering around what life used to look like and what life looks like currently for me you know, ex-New Ager to believer in Jesus. So I thought that that would be kind of like a fun compare-contrast of some of the things I used to do and things that I don't do anymore, and then the things that bring me joy and bring me peace in my heart um, with the Lord now that I am changed. I wanted, so in October, if you look at past our past episode, in October... I shared about my story about my basically like my testimony coming to the Lord and how that's kind of like all changed for me. And this started in late 2019 where the kernels of truth were starting to kind of like just come in. Just I feel like God was um, just beginning to kind of give me little, you know, seeds of truth to listen to and to be curious about. But I wasn't quite like aware of where it would ultimately take me. And then it was in 2020 when it fully just kind of like exploded for me. And I was, you know, trying to (laughs) figure out um, what it all meant because it just feels like such a big moment for those of you who have had this kind of salvation experience, this kind of like born again, you know, very changed, very different. Your identity is completely new experience. And so this is, there's so many layers to it. And so I definitely want to be talking with you through this podcast about all of those um, experiences and layers and what to do with it and how to how to be okay with it and how to move forward in this new identity that's formed within you. And for me, what was the, probably the biggest challenge was that I put so much of my identity in my work and knowing in 2020 and, and especially in 2021, it was extra clear that God was you know, saying to me, like, no, you're not, (laughs) you're not going here anymore. This is not, this is not what's going to happen. But he had so much grace for me. He gave me the space to kind of um, not feel like I had to make all these huge decisions right away. But it was a timing situation for me. And I feel like that tends to be the same thing for so many of us is it's a timing and a and a pace that he sets for us and we just kind of follow his lead at the more and more faith we give him, right? And so knowing that I would eventually be changing so much and then my, you know, being asked to like let go of my entire business and then to start new. So the space between October when I shared this and now, um, I needed to kind of take some time away to make sure that I wasn't just jumping into a new business um, 
just because I might have been like addicted to work, right? And so I needed to really give myself that space and that time to just slow down and to really pray and talk with the Holy Spirit and make sure that I wasn't doing this from like a prideful, like ego place, right? But truly did the Lord want me to have a business still, you know? I let go of my flower essence company. I let go of, you know, how it, you know, like told my clients at the time, you know, I was going through a big change and I was going to be taking pauses with working with people one-on-one until I really solidified in myself who I was in order to really be able to serve. And yeah, so that is, you know, there are a lot of stories I plan on sharing with you. So if there's any questions that you have, maybe you're going through something similar or you have, and you just have questions or you just need someone, you don't have anyone else in your life who can, you know, understand or be there for you, please reach out. I mean, probably one of the hardest things for me when I was first going through all this was that I was so afraid and vulnerable, like you're in such a tender place. And I I think geographically, I don't like live in a place where um, I live in a state that's liberal, super liberal. And like a lot of people here are just like afraid to talk about their spiritual beliefs, let alone God or saying Jesus's name, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so it was such a tender place for me to be. I was even afraid, I'm going to do a whole episode on this, on relationships. And I was so afraid of what Chris would think about it. And I have like so many funny stories about how beautiful it's been and how awkward I felt and how it actually brought us even closer together, which who even knew was possible because we're just so solid, usually, you know, normally. And, but just for me, I was just so scared. Like, what if he rejects this? What if, you know, he makes fun of me? (laughs) You know, all all the what ifs, like what's possible, I think, you know, with our best friends and our husbands, you know, or our partners, like those are the two most tender relationships. And so, um, for me at least. And so, um, And then, of course, family, too. But my family dynamic is much different than the norm. So that didn't really play too much of a role for me. Um, But um, it was but there's just like so much that goes into it. So I'm just long story short. I'm just saying this to say that if you feel like you do need someone to support you, um, just to reach out. And um, that's why I made um, Yeah, that's why I am transitioning into this work because um, there is so much of a need for those of us who are going through this and what to do and where to go and what resources and what books, what, you know, links, who can I trust, like what, who else has gone through this that I could reach out to, you know, all that kind of stuff is just really important in the, in the beginning phases, right? Um, But today I want to get into what uh, I promised here and that's basically the kind of like differences I'm going to just pick three areas of my life um, that are very different now than they were before being saved so let's get into them so the very first one is um how do I want to say this I want to say that 
um, I no longer meditate. But there is like a Christian version of meditation that doesn't require me to be like opening myself up to darkness. So I would just like to say that um, the meditations, I feel so bad about this, you know, like there's a part of me that's still like grieving over all of this um, and probably will continue to, but um, I'm not in like this sad place <laughs> like I was with it in the beginning. Um, now I have come to a place of like God's forgiven at all. And so it's okay. Um, and it's part of my story to share. So um, yeah, so in the new age me the old new age me would um teach like lots of um like channeled and um just like dark meditations like meditations to connect to other beings or just like all demons <laughs> and um just like this so much darkness just like just i think there was like a level of me that was you know, always kind of like subtly questioning if this was okay, you know? And I think that that, but then there was this other part of me that just like believed in it so much. And so I'd always be um, doing these recordings for my clients or for my membership members of, you know, working with these beings, whether it's like star beings or goddesses or, you know, like just like all this kind of stuff. And that was like one of the things that um, died down for me really early on before I was even saved. I think there are a lot of like pre when, when I'm looking back and I'm kind of like tracking my progress and like this whole experience. What I've noticed is like God was like prepping me ahead of time, like helping me to kind of like dissolve the practices that I felt like. I did a lot of that God really wasn't happy with and um, he helped me to dissolve those before I was even saved and so one of those was meditations there was there came a point where I was just like um, like deterred or just like like put the brakes on and was like "Ooh, this really doesn't I don't know why but it's just I don't want to do this anymore you know like the interest for it just kind of like really died down um, and so one of those things was these like channeled kind of style meditations. Um, and, uh, so now what I do, um, and this is more just like to cope with like moments of fear and moments of anxiety is I will, instead of doing meditations, I'll use this beautiful, um, idea of breath prayers, so, I mean, it's like a con, so Christianity has like a, a part of itself, um, where there's like this practice, this ancient practice of, um, contemplative prayer. And so you're really kind of like sitting and being still in prayer, you know, connecting to God and, um, one layer that I have been practicing with this is, um, using scripture with my breathing. So instead of like the breath work that we see in the new age, that's like teaching you to like hyperventilate until you feel super high and lightheaded, um, <clears throat> and not always great. Like you're in like such an open space after that. That's, I've always had really 
kind of like scary experiences after doing that kind of breath work. Instead, what you're doing is you are using like a short scripture and you're using your breath to just connect in with God. And I love this practice. I'm going to, I'm going to go deeper into this in another episode, but, um, I love this practice. So, um, a really simple one would be just to kind of like close your eyes and say a prayer to the Lord, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to just be within you and feel like your heart space, right? Feel your heart, feel that God is present with you, right? In that moment. And then, um, what I like to do is I like to just think of a scripture and I do half of the scripture on the in-breath and half of the scripture on the out-breath. So we could do a simple one like, the Lord is my shepherd on the in-breath. I have everything I need on the out-breath. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. And so I do that in times of like anxiety or fear or stress, or I'm just like, I know that I'm not in a posture of trusting God. So instead of like the old me that was like channeling demons and darkness and feeling really weird and out of alignment, ultimately, um, now I just like go right to the word of God and I choose something simple like that. Um, and I just feel so different and connected. Um, I'm going to do an episode coming up soon about creating godly goals. So, um, and one of those things in there that I'm going to recommend, I'm just going to share with you now is that, um, it can be really beautiful to pick a scripture, um, to kind of like move throughout your whole year with. And so there is one that I am doing, um, and, I'm really helping myself to like obviously memorize it, but also just to kind of like really um, embody it and really understand the deepness of what that scripture means. And so if you're someone who that sounds like that would be really fun for you to really go for, I would recommend that you play around with that idea as well. And so I'll share what my um, scripture for the year is in that episode coming up pretty soon. Um, but yeah, so like that's one of the practices is that I stopped doing like meditations, like new age type meditations. Um, I stopped listening to like solfeggio sounds and like, um, certain music that would like alter my brain waves that didn't feel good for me anymore. Um, and I started to do these breath prayers. And I'm going to link in the show notes of the book where I learned this from. It's a really beautiful book, I think, by the same name, Breath Prayers. Um, and it's lovely, and I love it so much. So if that is something that sounds interesting. And, and also, it, it helps, too, that the, the book is so beautiful. It's just so um, beautifully laid out and stuff. So I'll be happy to link that up for you. So the second one that I want to share with you today, and this was a huge one for me, is books. Shifting from um, all the new age books, all the money that it feels like 
in a way, I wasted on all of the books that I had. I think that I donated or gave away, no joke, at least, at least 150 books. Like all these like self-help, new agey type books. And I replaced it by reading the word of God. Like I, that was the very first thing that God convicted me to do was to get a Bible. And I was so hesitant and I was so, I feel bad about this, but I know it was part of my process is that I felt embarrassed and I felt almost like I, I'm like when Chris would come in the room and I would be reading the Bible, I would like get nervous and like embarrassed and he'd be like, it's cool. Like you're reading the Bible. <laughs> it's all good. Like I know what you're doing. Um, and so that was something that was like a big, that was the first thing for me that God told me to do. And so, um, I read the Bible every day now instead of these books um, that were just so weird. Like if you really like step back, if like you're safe now and or maybe you're just like curious about this or maybe you just think I'm completely nuts and that's fine. You can think whatever you like about me. I, I have no, I know <laughs> if you haven't gone through this, I know that there's a level of, of misunderstanding what it is, but um, and that's okay. Totally okay with me. Um, and I, I will just say like, there were a lot of things that God convicted me to do. Like, it's like this overwhelming feeling of like, I have to, I have to do this. Like, this is what God is saying to me. It's like this feeling that you just know and you just do it. And so the very first one for me <clears throat> that God convicted me on was to research Bibles and to get a translation of, you know, love one that I would enjoy and that I needed to sit down and read it, you know, a few minutes every day. And that's what I did. Um, and I haven't stopped since. It's just this beautiful experience for me every day of just getting to know God is how I um, understand reading the Bible, right? And so, um, yeah, so and so I got rid of, so when I was convicted to do that, uh, so shortly after I got a Bible and started reading the Bible, um, was about the same time that I was really convicted to be like, you got to get this stuff out of your house. Um, and this was like a whole process that took some time. There were some things that needed to go right away. And then there are some things that I think I'm probably looking at every day that my mind hasn't recognized it as like my old self yet. Um like I had been staring at like this flower of life mouse pad that I'd been using literally every day and it didn't click till like maybe two months ago that I still had that and I needed to get rid of it. And, um, that was just funny to me, but <clears throat> yeah. So the, the second thing is books and, you know, switching out. And I'm not saying like I'm only reading the Bible, but the Bible is the thing that brings me the most joy. And I used to kind of like hold my identity to, to what, I was learning in some of these new age books, right? And when you start to really deconstruct and understand like what the new age is and what it's teaching you and what it isn't, um, you really see this just kind of like co-opting like what Christianity and other religions are teaching, um, but just in like a more warped way, you know? And so we're going to go deeper into that in other episodes but just kind of give you like an idea of this like um 
think many of the authors in, from Hay House, for example, they all channel their teachings. Like, they are all channeling something. And if we're channeling something, it's just, it's not good. It's really, really not good. And so I started to kind of look through that and just go through my bookshelves. And it took time. There were certain books that I really didn't want to let go of. And so I wouldn't be hard on myself or harsh about it. I would say, okay, um, I know I'm going to let go of this in time, but my mind is not ready to let it go of this right now. And that was okay. And so I got rid of a ton of books at first. And then I did this in in three different sections of time. So got, you know, just layers of it for myself. <clears throat> and instead I, you know, I started to turn towards the Bible and then then that began to turn towards buying books teaching me how to understand what I was reading. Um, biblical authors, theologians, apologists. I just got really into that. And you know, this won't be the case for everyone, but this is just the story of what has been like God putting like passion in my heart <laughs> about is just how much I love the word of God and I love reading it and I love researching and I love studying it and I love just being able to grow in my understanding of who God is through the word. So that was the second one that just felt really powerful. I wasn't anymore looking for, you know, how to align my chakras and books or um, new age affirmations or um, A Course in Miracles, which was one of the gateway books for me. Um, and we're going to do an episode about that. And just like all these books that I had, you know, um, that just didn't align with me anymore. And so letting those go and then really being in some ways brave to, to say yes to what I was hearing God tell me to do. Because you have that choice. You know, I could have, I don't know how it would have been possible to, to, to say no to him. Um, honestly, because it was just so strong. And it was just like, how do you say no to God? Right. <laughs> um, and I think uh, I'm so grateful that all of this happened. And yeah, that he turned me to get to know him through the word first and foremost. And that has really built a good, solid foundation within myself. Okay, and then the third one is a little bit um, evolving as I go. But if you have known me in the past, you knew that I was a flower essence practitioner and I talked a lot about like earth, like loving the earth, right? And now that has shifted from like loving the earth, which I still love the earth, right? I enjoy living here on earth, right? Um, <clears throat> I enjoy the beauty of the earth, but I see it now and I'm going to add the moon into this as well. I see these now as God's beautiful creations, not something to be worshipped and idolized. Um, and that was like a big shift for me. I think with flower essences, it um, I was just like so immersed in like constantly seeing my eyes open to like what the earth was doing and the seasons and just feeling that in my body. And God helped me to just see that I could enjoy it and I could love it and I could be grateful for the beauty 
that God created, right? But that um, that's not that you know loving the earth or anything like that isn't isn't my religion, you know. Like that's not where my spiritual source, you know. And so, like, stop. I stopped obviously channeling or talking with plant spirits and um, you know all these kinds of things that I used to really teach about. Um, instead, I just enjoyed the presence of the beauty of the earth. And um, I think that that shaped how I was feeling about flower essences. I'm still like kind of like I enjoy flower essences and they are very helpful uh, tools to use um, for emotional healing, right? But I'm not... Um, I just knew that that wasn't my path anymore and that the way that I was doing it just felt like, um, you know, I used to feel like I was an animist and, um, <clears throat> you know, really feeling like the earth was alive and, you know, speaking to me and just kind of like always looking for signs and, you know, it was just kind of like exhausting, and I just started to come to realize that instead, um, what my experience of this now, even though this is like a complicated subject to even kind of articulate because there's so much nuance to it, um, is that I enjoy the earth. I am so grateful for God's creation. It's so beautiful. The animals, the plants, the flowers, the foods that we grow, you know, the land that we live on, all of it is God's creation first and foremost to me. And um, the way that I was interacting with the earth for so long um, is just, you know, like through talking with God and praying about it and helping myself to detangle from what's truth and what's not. Um, I just really was able to see how, you know, like even like the, like so many of us that come away from new age, we see like how like the moon is co-opted in so many ways, like astrology, like all this stuff, like we start to feel like, you know, we're constantly like on edge being like, oh, it's a, it's a retrograde. So this is going to happen. Oh, like you're Eliza, you're a Libra. So like, all these things about your personality are messed up. So like you're constantly having to fix yourself and, you know, like try to be a better person and, you know, like, Oh, look, the moon is full and it's in this sign. So this, it means this and like, shit's going to go haywire <laughs> and all this stuff. It's just like, it, it's just exhausting and it's silly. And, um, I just started to see how God was really like, yeah, you're wrapped up into something. Eliza, you were wrapped up into something big and I'm just going to show you a different way. I'm going to be a loving father to you and I'm going to encourage you to grow in understanding what's true for you now and how I would like you to live in a different way. And so that was a big one for me. And maybe this is the one that might like make you upset or make you annoyed or make you be like, wow, she's really gone and drank the cuckoo juice or, <laughs> or whatever it is. And that's fine if you think that. Um, but I sometimes don't always have the words to say the depth of the feeling of what God is showing me and the ways that he wants me to say it. 
hasn't fully (laughs) expressed itself. So please give me some grace as I am figuring out the ways to articulate what I mean. Because whatever it is that you do and whatever it is you practice and that's that's your journey and I fully believe that and um, I'm here for you in case you have questions or you're like okay something that you're saying is making sense to me but I I reject it I am triggered by it Um, I think that this you know like whatever it is that you think right good bad neutral you know Um, so I'm just sharing these things from my own experience, my own story, so that if they do inspire you to start critically thinking and expanding your own awareness of what's true, what feels good, maybe we do, like, for example, I did many practices just kind of, um, going through the motions without ever feeling anything, like, especially the moon stuff, like, I know I tried early on um, into new age, like with the full moon rituals and all that stuff. And honestly, that stuff never clicked for me. I never felt a thing from it. It just felt vapid. And like I was just, you know, talking, like saying these ritual incantations to say them, you know, and hoping and praying that my life would change. And, um, honestly nothing has changed my life like god has and so that's why i um i go with him and that's why i am sharing the things that i'm sharing it's because my life has just like so deeply changed like my heart has so deeply changed and i feel so filled with love for the first time ever in my life and i feel confident and comfortable in who i am you know And so those, I was doing those practices, trying to get that feeling and I just never did. And so I'm sharing that with you. Like if you're doing a practice that you feel like you um, have to do because your friends or your teacher is telling you to do it, but you and your soul, you and your heart are like, this is not doing anything for me. Then maybe you could experiment with stopping doing the practice and then see how your heart feels, you know, like see how things change for you. I feel like we just put so much pressure on ourselves to feel like we're perfect or we have to do things a certain way or we have to follow the leader, but really you just have to embrace questioning and um, letting go of like the control that the world has on you and open up to like the goodness that God has for you. So those are the things that I wanted to share with you today of the ways that my life has shifted and I hope that they feel helpful and I hope that it feels supportive for you thank you so much for listening to today's episode I'd be so grateful if you take a few seconds hop over to iTunes or Spotify wherever you're listening to this and leave a review if you've enjoyed these episodes And it'd be so fun to just keep connected with you, hear your suggestions of things you'd like me to cover in the future episodes. And you can do that through DM on our new Instagram page at likethedove, or you can email me info at elizacc.com. 
don't forget, we have a really amazing freebie for you in the show notes called the New Believer Resource Library. It's full to the brim with book recommendations, Bibles I use and love, and all kinds of links and support for your walk with God. I hope it helps you. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode.